Hello, beautiful soul. This conversation lights me up so much. We are going to have such a perspective broadening conversation around pivoting in your business and really understanding the distinction of when to pivot in your business and when to know that you're prematurely jumping ship and flip-flopping all over the place. Knowing this distinction is really going to be important because your decision can either strengthen your brand or it can rapidly deteriorate it. And I truly believe that this conversation is going to be so powerful for you because you're going to be able to clock the best move for your brand longevity and not just what feels exciting for you in the moment. <laughs> so it's very much this mature CEO businesswoman decision versus, oh, it's not working. Oh, I need to jump ship. Oh, but look, they're doing it this way. So I need to do it this way. And it's very much this grasping and, and trend following uh, maiden, immature little girl energy. And you're going to hear me talk a lot about the little girl energy versus the mature queen CEO businesswoman energy. And really the difference between that is, you know, being able to clock where you are, where you are projecting, where you are reacting from wounds, where you're not cleaning up your own stuff and where you're not leaving yourself behind the scenes, because ultimately cleaning that up allows you to transcend into the queen power CEO energy. And that's really when you're going to start dominating your industry, pioneering and innovating your work instead of just constantly bouncing around. So, oh, this is just so exciting. So when we talk about a brand, I really want you to remember that we build a brand in order to build trust. Like that's why we build a brand. That's why it's so important because when you build a brand, it, it, it allows someone to collapse time in trusting you and coming into your world and buying your things. So when you build a brand, you're very loud and expressive of your, of your vibe, of your energetic signature, of who you are and who your work is for. And it really collapses time for someone to find you and go, oh, she's not for me, or oh my God, this is my woman, like let me buy all of her things. So that's why building a brand is so important. It's not because, oh, we need to look cohesive on our Instagram grid because that's what everyone else does and that's what makes me look more professional and put together. That's not what we're doing. That's just wrapping paper. I really see like brand colors and brand cohesiveness as not even necessary, but as a byproduct of who you're just being behind the scenes and, you know, congruently on on stage and in front and how people see you. Like so brand and people always do this backwards. They they start a business and they go find their brand colors <laughs> without even knowing who they are first, right? Maybe they scroll Pinterest and they find some a color palette that looks cool and then they try to bring it onto their Instagram page through their content and then oh I'm bored of it this doesn't feel like me I'm ready to switch and so oh I like really like this let me just go radically change all the fonts let me go radically change all the color scheme let me update every single offer and every single uh, page on my website and you know you've actually 
if you scroll back far enough, you can actually see what, where I was doing this like five years ago. I didn't know who I was and I definitely didn't know how to actually build a brand. Instead, I thought it was just finding the colors that feel pretty for you that in that phase of your life and then and then put that out there and make it all cohesive and that's a brand. That's not a, what a brand is. A brand it is bringing your frequency forward and expressing that out through your through your business expressing it out through your offers through your content through the way that you hold yourself and the tonality of your voice and whether you know you're humorous or not or whether you are airy fairy flowy feminine or more like deeply grounded masculine doing uh leadership vibes like that gets to be your energetic signature and it's bringing that forward. That's your brand. Okay. So again, we build a brand in order to build trust. And I really want to break down this word trust because it's one of those words where it's like, oh, I'm a trustworthy person. So I'm building trust. So like we got all that, we got all that in the bag. But when you really break it down, there's not a lot of people building trust on the internet and you build trust through two really big things, integrity and consistency. One of the fastest way to damage your brand is to flip-flop around, to flip-flop your colors, to flip-flop what you're speaking about, to flip-flop what you value, to flip-flop like, and I've seen people do this and I've actually done it myself. Like back in the day, it's like, oh, what's everyone talking about in the industry? Okay. Now let me go talk about it on my page and let me go create an offer about it. So, you know, we all go through that phase and it's, I think it's a good, right? We can go through that phase and we can really, really learn from it, but it's understanding that if, if you're not, if you're not selling packages and you're not attracting in high level clients, like don't get frustrated by that. Like it's for a very good reasons because you're not building that trust because you are flip-flopping, you are chasing, you are grasping the next thing. And there's not consistency within, within your frequency. There's not integrity within your frequency. So like, there's no right or wrong here. It's just, we're going to attract the, the results that, that, that through the, through our own frequency and through our own behavior. So if one of the fastest ways to damage your brand is, is by flip-flopping, one of the ways to strengthen your brand is to not flip-flop. So this is where I want to talk about pivoting in your business. I cannot tell you the amount of women who come into my DMs and like, I'm ready to pivot. I'm ready to do this. I'm just ready for an up level, but I'm scared, but I don't want to, but this X, Y, Z, whatever. And this conversation today is is not really for that it's for the person who is ready to pivot or has already pivoted and now or or they're wondering like how best to do that or they've pivoted and maybe it's not going so well and they're wanting to know maybe how to clean that up that this conversation is is for that so i quote unquote pivoted in my business and in january of this year 2023 And for those of you who know, you know, this podcast used to be called Own Your Fertility. I was a fertility coach. I was really pioneering the industry with energetics and womb healing in the fertility space. And when I got pregnant with my second child, I just felt like this door was closing on being the fertility coach. And it's not to say that that was bad or that was wrong or that was any less than, but I was feeling this 
very massive closure of like, oh, I'm just ready to like close the door on this four year, on this four year uh, path. And so what I did and, and what was I was, was really being called through me was teaching other women how to lead business in the way that I was leading business through a very aligned place, through a very, um, even though I'm a very masculine person, I, I healed a lot of that feminine and brought a lot of the feminine in. So I wanted to teach people that you didn't have to hustle. You didn't have to grind. You, your business didn't have to feel heavy. And, and shoulds and have tos and follow this, these strategies and funnels and, and all the bullshit that we've been taught about how to run a business. And instead you could actually heal yourself and connect with yourself, trust yourself and lead through intuition and alignment. And your business could actually feel really freaking fun and good. So I really wanted to open that door. And so I quote unquote pivoted. And there's some things that I would have done differently. And there's some things that I'm really proud that I did do. So some of the things that I was really proud of that I did were um, like, go. Th- I, I really pivoted my brand through a phase of evolution. So what I mean by that is I was still coaching fertility. I still kept my commitments, right? I sold out Awakened Womb and I sold out spots in my fertility activation group program. And I fulfilled those commitments well into May of this year. Okay. So I didn't just, um, you know, tell everyone, Oh, sorry, like we're not doing this anymore. Um, and I, and I wish I would have communicated that a little bit better because there were some people messaging me of like, Oh my God, you're pivoting. Like I just signed up for this. Are you still going to do it? And I would have definitely made sure to bring that forward ahead of time and be like, nothing is changing. Nothing is changing. Nothing is changing. Um, we're evolving into this area as well. Um, that's what I would have done differently there, but I did, I did keep all of those commitments, um, you know, for obvious reasons, but I feel like that just needs to be said for some people. Um, the other thing that I was really proud of is that I started to bring in more of like the business offers, uh, before I quote unquote pivoted. So I brought in manifest, I brought in Creatrix, which was my six month business mastermind. And I started to sell those things in November and December of, of 2020. Yeah. 2022. So I started to sell those things before I quote unquote officially like I'm pivoting. So I already had people like wanting to evolve with me and come into that part of my world, right? I had a lot of fertility coaches and my awakened womb and fertility activation, and they saw me doing business differently. So naturally when I launched my creatrix mastermind, like they wanted to come learn from me and how to do that. So I was really, I really loved how I did that as well. Now, what I wish I would have not done is, um, I actually, Actually, let me back up. Another thing that I I did was I started a new Instagram account. Now this, I actually uh, started my first Instagram account with a live Instagram, Instagram live about talking about why I launched a new Instagram, which I think was really, really powerful because it gave a lot of people permission on how to discern of like, is it a good idea? Am I just distracting myself? Like, what is it? And the thing is like, I just had a lot of heaviness around my old Instagram account. I had a lot of followers. I had that account since, uh, since 2018 when I first started becoming a nutrition and CrossFit coach. 
There's just a lot of unaligned followers on there. And I was getting in my head about, oh, my engagement is low compared to how many followers I had. And for some reason, I was convinced like the algorithm hated me. (laughs) Of course, let's blame something outside of you instead of take full responsibility of maybe your content and who you're being. But that's besides the point. So I, I started a new Instagram account, but and I'm really proud of myself for doing that and just closing, you know, just no excuses. Like, we're not going to try to grow this thing. Like, this is just for me to get a clean slate. I'm doing this for me, doing this for me. I'm going to detach from like how fast I need to grow and all of this in the engagement and all of that. So I was really proud of myself for there. Now, the things that I would have done differently is I wouldn't have just closed the door on, on my fertility coaching. Yes, I was continuing and fulfilled the commitments I already made, but what I wish I would have done is actually continued to market myself as a fertility coach as well. I was like really convinced that I couldn't do both, and maybe it's because I didn't want to. Again, it just felt really really heavy and perhaps like it had it had to go this way, but in hindsight, there was some emotional reactivity. It was, I wasn't actually thinking about my business and brand longevity. I was just thinking about me and what felt good for me. And this is just not what CEO queen business women do. (laughs) Yes, they think about themselves, but ultimately they make really powerful moves around what's best for their brand and their business longevity. And I did not do that at the beginning of this year. Um, I put my emotional reactivity and what quote unquote felt good and what quote unquote felt in alignment ahead of everything else. And yes, everything's working out now, but I, it really took a hit to my confidence later because, you know, I, I felt like I didn't make the right decision because it did come from a very reactive place. So what I mean by that is Um, I stopped, I basically announced like, Hey, I'm moving everything over to this new Instagram account. I won't be posting on this old Instagram account anymore. I won't be offering any more fertility coaching anymore. And this like really disgruntled people. They were like really sad. They were messaging me. Like, I don't think this is a good idea. Like, Oh, I was about to join your thing, but I guess now that you're not doing it anymore, I won't. And, you know, looking at it, they were just projecting, you know, and that's okay. But also too, I think it was mirroring to me how emotional, re- emotionally reactive my decision was. And I would have done that differently. I would have just taken some space. I would have breathed through it. Uh, maybe even brought it to my mentor. And, you know, looking back, my mentor was very much for me to just follow my intuition and my alignment, which was fine. But I think I needed more of that, uh, you know, someone to really like hold me to that because I wasn't ready to hold myself to that at that time. So, you know, here it is, October um, of 2023, and I'm finally like building back that momentum again, um, you know, back into that very consistent 20K cash months that I had previously sustained um, all of uh, later last year and the beginning of this year. So it just goes to show that like, yes, you can follow your alignment. Yes, you can pivot. But if we expect things to just jump right back up and we get upset that it doesn't like that, that's where it becomes an issue. It's like, well, like, can you just be 
radically responsible and honest with yourself that you made a really fast and reactive decision. And like, that's the results that are going to come with that. I do believe that there was a moment where people paused and were like, oh, interesting. Like she, she, she's like jumping ship, you know, and and whether or not you perceived it that way or not, um, looking back, I think that, yeah, a lot of people probably did look at it that way. And that's okay, right? That's okay. Um, I'm do I am noticing a lot of um, older clients actually coming back into my world now, um, and I do believe it's because I'm bringing more of my older offers back to the forefront. And I actually want to explain why I'm doing that. So yes, like I was pregnant at the beginning of the year. I had terrible, terrible, terrible morning sickness, nauseous, vomiting. It really took me out. It took a ton of momentum out of me, my business, plus pivoting into a new niche. Like you better believe things were a little bit slow there. Um, and that's okay because my, you know, I, I had, um, a very massive savings and, um, I had a lot of reoccurring income coming in from my other offers that I sold previously. So like we were doing okay, but it wasn't sustainable, right? Like something really needed to change. Um, when I finally started feeling better and gave birth to my baby, things really started to click to me and I started to really up-level in my perspective of of my brand and my the brand longevity and who I want to be known for. And everything really, really clicked in where womb healing was definitely my thing. It was definitely my purpose. It was definitely what I'm here to be a pioneer in. But the way that I do womb healing is so much different than what you're going to experience from most people. And it was my opportunity to actually get really loud and unapologetic about that and brand myself in that way. So it's almost like like I had to leave womb healing behind in order to figure out that, oh, no, 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 like this is my thing. So you know, if I, if I would have done things differently, if I wouldn't have pivoted so quickly, if I wouldn't have left that behind, would I be so solid and unapologetic about it now? Like, I just can't say that. I do know that everything happens for a reason, but I want to express to you my wisdom in this situation where if it feels like you're really wanting to pivot in your business, but it's coming from an emotional reactive place, that's that's probably going to mean that you're going to get emotional reactive results. Okay? So when when you're wanting to pivot, know that you don't have to just jump ship. I think that's a very immature thing to do. And I hope that you don't get yourself to that place where you feel like you just have to burn it all down in order to start over. But if that's been your theme and that's been your pattern, I would really look at that. Because if we have to burn everything down, it probably means you built it out of alignment in the first place. And building something new with the same way that you're being is not going to actually lead to anything better. So for example, if I, you know, I I wouldn't say like I built my fertility business from a place like out of alignment, but I think I, I really did put a lot of like pressure on it in ways that I don't put pressure on my business now. And therefore it got to a place where it felt really, really heavy and I didn't want to do it anymore. And if I hadn't looked at all of those, um, 
limiting patterns and behaviors and where I wasn't taking responsibility, I would have just built this business again with the same limitations and out of alignment and the same pressure. And I would have had to burn all of this down and pivot again. So you can see if, if you're seeing a pattern within yourself of like, oh, I'm going to do my business around this because this feels really good. And this is my, this is my, you know, newest integration. This is my biggest lesson learned, learned, and I'm going to build an entire business around this. Then you're going to find yourself burning it down as fast as you've, as you've tried to build it. Okay. When we're talking about like actually having a very successful coaching business that, that stands the test of time, there's a different frequency in the build. It's not this grasping, like irrational, emotional, reactive build in order to get clients and get money and do this or quit my job or get the freedom, whatever it, it, if you're doing to get, if you're building a business in order to get something out of it, like that's you're going to build it out of alignment. It's not going to be sustainable and you're going to be wanting to pivot every five seconds. But when you can build a business from a very grounded place, when you can build a business from your soul, from your self-expression, from your truth, there's going to be much more patience and long-term vision and maturity, neutrality, and groundedness in your decision-making. And you know, the question becomes, oh, so I just need to like choose something and make sure it's the right thing and never be able to change my mind again. Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that instead of pivoting, it's going to feel more like an evolution. Okay. Instead of pivoting, it's going to feel more like an evolution. So when you pivot your business, it's very much like, oh, I'm bored of this. Let me do it over here now. Oh, I'm bored of that. Oh, look, she's doing this now. Oh, I'm bored of that. Oh, look, she's doing this now, right? It's very much brand deteriorating because you're not building that consistency and that trust through integrity, right? Because you're just, you're just flip-flopping all over the place. Like the, like as soon as people start to like, oh, okay, this is what she's doing. This is her message. This is what she's about. Okay. I think I'm in, oh, she's switching again. Well, shit. And you know, finally people just stop they're just going to keep, they're going to watch your stories, but they're never going to like get involved with your offers because you don't feel like a safe place to land. Right. And it's not just about, Oh, she's flip-flopping everywhere, but your, your, your felt frequency is going to be very shallow, very surface level. And it's not going to be a place, especially for a very high level client to go, Ooh, I want to do long-term with her because there is no long-term frequency (laughs) in anything you're doing. Right. So that's, that's pivoting, but when we can like settle in on like who we desire to be, really put the integrity and consistency on the forefront, something that we're prioritizing, it's going to feel more like an evolution than a pivot. So the distinction here is instead of pivoting to maybe subject to subject, topic to topic, thing to thing, there's more of a fluidity. It's like, for example, if, if womb healing is my thing, it's my purpose, it's my core topic, it's, it's who I am, it's going to be the lens in which I bring everything through, okay? And, you know, I have a personality with womb healing. Womb healing is not like this earthy, uh, you know, earth mama, like let's journey 10 years with a drum 
And no, it's like, and that's beautiful and that's perfect. And like, that's how I've learned womb healing. But my unique spin on womb healing is very much like results oriented and very intentional and fast and direct. And yes, we're all about the journey, but we're actually like getting somewhere. It's a very masculine productive approach to womb healing. And I call it womb work, right? Uh, so, so womb work is, is I bring everything through that lens. Okay. Well, when I want to evolve because I am evolving as a human, right? My maturity is growing. My leadership is growing. My knowledge and experience and perspective is growing. Now my brand can actually evolve with that instead of just pivoting. So now I've got like this very strong foundation of a sky of a skyscraper and I'm building layers. I'm building on floors. I'm building the next floor. 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 Instead of like, oh, I'm going to build a foundation over here. Oh, no, never mind. I'm going to go build a foundation over here. Oh, no, never mind. So you never actually gain momentum when you're pivoting from an emotional reactive place. And and, and that's really going to be brand deteriorating. Like you're never going to gain that momentum in people following you and people, you know, growing in people in your stories. Um, and this also looks like your revenue as well. Like that's not going to be growing either because people aren't going to be continuing in your offers and your, in your world. And you're constantly going to need to rely on new people coming in, maybe through low ticket offers. So then like, this is like, you see these people like always continuing to run free masterclasses or really low ticket offers. And they're just like always stuck in that place. That's what's happening here, right? It's, and and they never have like those higher ticker ticket offers because there's no one there to like continue the evolution on. And they don't feel confident of people continuing in the evolution on. And therefore you see people just stuck at the very low ticket offers. So when, you know, when you're building out an offer suite, like, sure, anyone can build it out. Anyone can put out in a one-on-one offer for $20,000 and be like, oh, I have an offer for $20,000. People aren't going to be jumping into that offer if you're not even filling, you know, the $44 masterclass, Right. And, and that's not to say that's always the case. I definitely sell higher ticket, ticket items a lot easier than, than low ticket offers. Like that's just a fact. Um, and, and working on that, but my, the point I'm trying to make is that you never actually gain momentum in your business and you drain a lot of energy, a lot of effort, trying to always get people in the door versus like guiding people through your product suite. So an example, my product suite, I have Awakened Womb, which is, you know, $2,000 at full price. I have the certification, which is $7,000 full price. I have my business mastermind, which is $7,000 full price. I have my one-on-one mentorship, which is $14,000 full price. So there's ways that you can move up in my world, right? I even have a lower ticket offer called Womb Room for $500, which it's going to increase in price. But I have a journey for people to go through. And I know people don't just join based on pricing, but but generally speaking, 
like that's the pathway for people to move up when new people come into my world and they want a taste of what I'm like. They can come into a masterclass. They can come into something free. They can come into a low ticket offer or they can land on my page and instantly vibe out and jump right into a certification um, or my mastermind or one-on-one, which has happened a lot. So that's that's when you know like you're really strengthening your brand because people come into your world very very easily and they stay in your world very very easily you that happens when you're evolving with your brand and not pivoting your brand right prematurely jumping ship so coming back to my example earlier this year what i would have done differently is go, okay, let's not just quote unquote jump ship. Like you've clearly built something very, very strong and unique, um, with this, with, with this, in this fertility world, like what are the offers that you want to continue running and which ones do you want to maybe retire or make self-led? And when, if I were to ask myself that question, I would have continued to run Awakened Womb. I would have continued to create content around Awakened Womb. And I would have been able to like be really, really grounded and continue that momentum in that space. But instead, I stopped posting over there. Um, I stopped talking about it over there. I went to my new page, talked strictly about business. And there was that, you know, three, four, maybe even five months where I didn't actually talk about womb healing. Um, I really talked about energetics and wealth and business strategy, right? And I've always been doing womb healing and womb work in the background, but I didn't know yet how to make that connection of business and womb healing and bring those two things together. So like I said, everything worked out to be so incredible, so beautiful. Um, I launched the certification around womb healing in June. Um, We sold 13 spots. And for the first round of my certification for a high ticket certification, which I think is just actually really, really incredible considering, um, you know, I hadn't been really quote unquote posting or putting, um, putting a lot of, um, energy into that space, but now we are, and we have a lot of momentum. We're running awakened womb again in December, and it just feels so good to bring all of this cohesion in and to get really, really clear. So If you are someone who is thinking about pivoting, I don't want to make you wrong for pivoting, but I do want you to bring in some mature queen energy into your decision-making. If it's feeling very emotionally reactive, if it feels like, oh, I built this entire thing and it's not who I am, it's completely out of alignment, maybe ask yourself, how can I evolve from this instead of pivot from this? And that way you can really continue the momentum that you've built instead of completely burn it to the ground and start over because that is just really, really tough and it's unnecessary and we just need to make things simple. Like we don't need to make a new Instagram account every single time we heal a wound and we think we're going to be the next person, you know, to be known for this thing and then, oh, pivot again, pivot again, pivot again. How can you actually evolve? And you don't even need to make it a big deal. Like you can literally just say on your Instagram stories, like, oh, things are coming through. Like next level is coming through. Maybe launch a new uh, masterclass and like talk about what, what, what's coming new and like just evolve from there and take your people on a journey rather than, oh, overnight, I'm going to 
I'm going to close this one. I'm going to come over here. You know what? I'm just going to leave Instagram altogether. I'm just going to start over here. Like, let's just cut the drama and, 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 and grow and strengthen our brands through the lens of longevity and queen CEO visionaries, instead of like little girls trying to like, just feel good all the time and quote unquote, move in alignment with the next thing that we're interested in. So that's my big lesson for the day and what I've learned this past year. And just really like this, this word evolution is so beautiful because, and the people in my world really, really understand this. Like when you're healing your womb, you're stripping away layers that are not you. You're coming into your truth at the speed of light. So it can absolutely feel like every single day you've evolved like 10 lifetimes. And it can be really, really interesting growing a business from this place. Cause it can feel like, Oh, well, everything that I just created doesn't feel in alignment anymore. And so like, now I need to go create everything new. And that's just not true. Like we just get to evolve the conversation around it. And it's actually why I keep everything so simple. Like the only, um, the only sales pages I have are around awakened womb and also creatrix and awakened womb is about to get a huge facelift and rebrand. Um, and it's going to be so simplified. And the reason why I don't do long sales pages is because again, of this evolution, as I evolve, my language evolves, my frequency evolves, the words that I use to describe my work evolve. And so that's why you see me just really promote things on Instagram is because like, that's, that's a living sales page, so to speak. So so many, so many things to consider from this one conversation, really take notes, maybe ask yourself, like, where am I in this pivot frequency? And where can I instead be in an evolution frequency? Um, if I'm really feeling like I want to shift things within my business and my brand, um, before I go, I want to mention we have an incredible masterclass coming out Wednesday, October 25th, and it, it is called friction. Oh, this is just so cool. I came up with this term and like, yes, friction. Friction is when we like rub up against our ego in our life, right? We we're rubbing up and we're, we're being triggered. We're being reactive. We're, you know, falling into patterns of passive aggressiveness and like, oh, the same relationship thing or the same money situation or like this pattern's happening again and again. It's like that friction, that friction right there is where we actually want to lean in and leverage instead of react and, and shame ourselves and make ourselves wrong for, for going through. The way that I see friction is and I've said this on Instagram, like it has made me multi six figures in my business because every single time I rub up against friction, instead of reacting and falling into the little girl energy, I lean in leverage and become more and more and more of my truth, step more and more into my power and have absolutely transcended like a hundred lifetimes. And this is what I want to teach you. This is what we're going to um, really be diving deep into in friction. And just by gaining this new perspective, like you are going to feel so energized on top of the world, like you can do anything with this new perspective. So I can't wait for all of you who are already enrolled. And I would, and I do want to say, when you enroll into friction, which is currently on presale, it will end. Presale ends at the end of. Um, today, Friday, the 19th, maybe 20th, you have a link there to upgrade into womb room 
for a very delicious discount. So I'll just leave that there. When you come into friction, it's going to be well worth the investment. And just remember, you guys, like these masterclasses are not some transmission-y, um, surface level, like, oh, this is just here to sell you into the next thing. Absolutely not. Like, I don't even know where that trend is at the moment, but it's definitely not the way I do masterclasses. When you invest in a masterclass in my world, consider it in a module within one of my paid containers, right? We're, we're shifting beliefs. Um, I'm going to give you some resources and actually some journal prompts so that you can go and integrate this directly into your life. This masterclass is not just for business. It's for those on your fertility journey. It's for those on your health journey, your business journey, relationships. It's overall life stuff. If you want to be the person, you know, where your friends come back around a month later and be like, what are you doing? Like, oh my God. And, and, and the conversations we're having now, like, who are you? What have you been doing? That will be this masterclass. All right, my loves, have an incredible Friday. I love you so much and can't wait to hear from you. Bye.